could be seated. I'll tell you, saints, God knows the more you live and, 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 and reign, you can realize that you can't afford to sacrifice the truth with human reasoning. I'm going to say that again. You need to not only learn, but put that in your spirit that you cannot sacrifice, sacrifice truth with human reasoning because your mind will cause you to think of things that just don't even make no kind of sense sometimes. Your mind can cause you to act just like the enemy. So we can't sacrifice the truth for human reasoning. Look, let's, let's just look at the a scripture in Luke, Luke 5. I, I thought that perhaps this would give us a clue. And you know, did you all know that when you don't trust God, he don't call you stubborn, but he calls your spirit stubborn. And I'm going to show you that in the scripture where God is saying, why in the world don't you trust me? Why don't you? I know you say you trust me, but why don't you trust me in everything? Because I am the God over everything. What's under me? If you call to me, I'll answer you. Luke 5, verse 4. I want you to listen to this. Now, what was my quote? To, okay, the name of the message is living in the supernatural. The supernatural is the realm of life that cannot be explained with natural wisdom. You need to think of that. Now, if you can understand it and explain it with your natural wisdom, then you're not dealing in the supernatural. So let, let me show you what, what I mean by that. The fifth, fourth verse, Luke 5, 4. Now when he had left speaking. When Jesus had left speaking. He said unto Simon. Okay. Launch out into the deep. Okay. And let down your nets for a drought. Now what was my quote, saints? You can't afford to sacrifice truth with, with human reasoning. Now, we all know this scripture, but let's pay close attention to what's happening here. Jesus, when he finished speaking, told Peter, launch out into the deep and let down your nets for a drop. Okay, now I'm going to show you. Now he got over it, but look what first thing popped in his mouth. Read. Verse 5. And Simon answering said unto him, uh -huh. Master, Master, we have toiled all the night and have taken nothing. Hold on, what's, what's, what's that? Mm -mm. Okay, natural is good, but I, I, I want you to use the word human reasoning. Natural is it's the same thing. It's still the same thing. But supposedly, he would have stuck with his guns and said, Master, I know you're the master. But you're a preacher. I'm a fisherman. And I have fished all night 
long. What's the name of the message? Living in the supernatural. Oh, after a while, this thing going to hit everybody, and it's going to be leaping time for everybody. Everybody's going to be leaping. And when you get this thing in your spirit, saints, it is some kind of sweet. If he would have stuck with his guns because he was a professional fisherman, he knew how to fish. Otherwise, you think that he would have said what he said to Jesus. Jesus, what do you mean? Lunch out a little deep, gas a bit. We fished all night long and we caught two fish. What did he say? And catch nothing. That would have been something better caught one fish. <laughs> they ain't catch nothing. Master, we have toiled all the night okay. and have taken nothing. That's telling the master, isn't it? That's letting the master know you don't know everything. I know a little something too. Matter of fact, master, I think maybe I know a little more about this than you. That's when you're using human reasoning, saints. And I know that you're probably not following me right now as you should. But you'd be shocked how often and how many times human reasoning has stolen a blessing from you. And God is not going to change because you choose not to. Amen. So I want everybody to just grab this thing, put it in your heart. Lunch out a little further, uh, uh, Peter, and then cash your net out there. Master, we have toiled all the night. Okay. And have taken nothing. And have taken nothing. What's the name of the message? Living in the supernatural. Was he living in the supernatural when he answered Jesus? No, he was going on only what he knew. Boy, Lord God Almighty. That is why some of us are broke. Some of us won't get well. Because you keep thinking, I'm still feeling the pain. But the Bible said, if you ask me, you heal. You, 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 you said that like you, you know, like... um. You're drinking bitter lemons and saying you just love it. But that ain't the way it works, saints. If you ask God to heal you, if you believe it, do you still walk around saying, I'm sick? No. Do you still feel the pain, maybe? Yes. Yeah, you may still feel the pain. But you're going to continue feeling it until you stop with the human reasoning. Human reasoning can't heal you, but the Spirit of God can. And this is why I believe that old Satan has gained so much ground because he, he knows that we are not going to trust God the way this mouth say that we're going to trust him. Surely we love him, God. Surely we believe what we say up to a point. But when they, I guess they say, when the cast go down, where do you stand? What part 
do you hold fast to? You don't let nothing move that. Cass? Okay, maybe I'm pushing you a little. Go ahead, bro. Read. And have taken nothing. <coughs> Nevertheless. Nevertheless. Oh, oh, hey, what just happened? He just changed his mind from his way of thinking to God's way of thinking. Saints, I know, and I see, 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 you need to stop right there. And how many times when you had the chance to do that, but your human reasoning was more powerful than your ability to understand the unseen or the supernatural. Bible tells us in many times, look not on the things that are seen. Now, we're not, he's not talking about put on a blindfold and, and run out in the beltway. Y'all understand? Uh, we're not talking about blind faith or we're not talking about things that you call faith and it isn't. Master. We have toiled all the night. Okay. And have taken nothing. Nevertheless, at thy word, I will <coughs> let down the net. At thy word, I will let down the net. How many times we tell God that and we just keep walking? Saints, you need to follow me. You can't think that you're doing all of this when you aren't. When you aren't, if you're still waiting on God and ain't nothing changing, nothing, you're not, you're not doing what I'm talking about. So don't, don't sit there and say nothing when you know you need to push it up a little bit. Nevertheless, at thy word, I will let down the net. Okay. Verse 6. Hold on. How many times you got into an argument or you and your wife fighting, a husband fighting, the children acting crazy, and God tell you, why don't you use the word instead of your power? How often do we listen to that, saints? We know scripture. We know we should drive 55 miles per hour. Well, they'll let, they'll let you have five. That's, that, but you see, if you get a ticket, the first, I, I heard some people say this. The police doing his job, stopping people. And they were saying, why don't you go out and catch some crooks? If you're breaking the law, what'd that make you? <laughs> you're a crook too. Everyone in here been crook. How many of y'all got crooked this morning? Ford been going 55 and you come down the road 70. And if the police would have stopped you, well, I'm on the way to church. They ain't got nothing to do with obeying the law. <laughs> Nevertheless, do y'all see how serious this is, saints? See, you can't just piece the part together you want to piece together. You're going to have to use the whole word. And matter of fact, I'm going to take it to First Peter in a moment. And let's just skip through it a little bit. Let me see why everybody's located this morning. Nevertheless. At thy word, I will let down the net. Okay. Verse 6. And when they had this done. Uh-huh. They enclosed a great multitude of fishes mm. and their net break. 
We need to think about this, don't we, saints? You fished all night long. Some of you all have done everything you can to get a raise. You've done everything you can to win a this girlfriend or this boyfriend's affection. You've done everything you can to try to get forgiveness from someone. You've done everything that in your power to do. And it won't work. People still hate you, still doing this. Why don't you get off of that horse and ride the one that makes sense? The one that makes sense is the one you can't see. When you begin to use the word of God and allow that word to go in and break the heart of the, the, the person that has a hard heart. Let the word do it. Let the spirit. I'm not talking about you going up to them and say, I'll bind you. I'm talking about you sending that word. Y'all remember when the centurion asked Jesus? Jesus said, I'll come to your house. He said, you don't have to come. Just speak the word. Just speak the word. Just speak the word. Jesus, I've been fishing all night, but since you spoke to me, saints, look at me. Please get this in your heart. That earth, I get it now. Earth was designed to, to respond to faith. Who, okay, who built earth? Or made her, whatever you want to create her. Okay, okay, you know what? I'm going to take you to Psalms 8. And I'm going to show you what God said. Everything that I made by my hands, I want you to take over. But see, saying, if we don't trust God's word in everything, not only prosperity, but also doing right. Not only doing right, but trust God in the spirit. Until we find this, we'll always, I mean always, find a way to hold fast to the old man. And that old man didn't feed you very well years ago. What makes you think he's going to feed you now? Read that sixth verse again. And when they had this done, uh -huh. they enclosed a great multitude of fishes. Wait a minute. Hold on a minute. I wonder were the fish out there while they was fishing. See, 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 you, you all got to, you got to stick with what you can understand. Saints, okay, let me show you this. Do you all remember when... Elisha was up there in the house with his servant Gehazi. And hey, look, were those angels up there before Elijah, Elisha told Gehazi, no, told, asked God to open Gehazi's eyes? Were they there before that happened? Well, were the fish there? Huh? Oh, okay. I thought y'all said nothing. Just say, what do I have to do here? <laughs> Those angels were there. Now listen to me. You better hear this. 
What would have happened to Gehazi if Elisha was not there? Huh? What did those people have their place around that come there to do? To totally destroy them. I'm going to ask you again. Thank you, daughter. I won't have to go through the whole thing again. He'd have been destroyed. Holy enough. So you, you got to get that. Was it God's fault if he'd have gotten killed? Because God has already what? Done. God mighty knows. Who in here need to ask God to heal them? Nobody. Shouldn't ask God to heal you. Is he going to do it? Huh? Okay, well, if it's already done, why do you have to still do it? Saints, I'm telling you, if we don't get this thing, we're going to be preaching till Jesus come or until I die. It's got to be in your heart that this thing is all ready, done. When Jesus said it was finished, do you all think he was lying? Or do you think he was a lunatic and didn't know what he was saying? And if somebody told you that, you get upset. Well, then why are you acting like that? We're going to have to break that spell, saints. Six verse again. And when they had this done. What, they, okay, what was that? That's all, all right. Did the cobweb left a little bit? All right. And when they obeyed God. They enclosed a great multitude of fishes. I just want to get this in your heart and we'll go on. Were the fish there all the time? When God told Peter, Jesus told Peter to go fishing, and the first fish that come up, he has what in his mouth? So was it there all the time? Say, so do you all know how you get a pearl? Y'all know what pearls are. I know you women know. You know what a pearl is, right? Do you know how a pearl is formed Okay, we all know oysters, and that's the truth. Somebody said what? <laughs> Agony. Agony. Irritable. That, if that oyster never become irritable with that thing in him, it ain't never going to be a pearl. Thank you, daughter. You, you got a piece of it. You see what I'm talking about? But we don't want no pressure. We don't want to go through nothing. Job 23 and 8 says, I don't see God nowhere. I don't see him in the front. I don't see him in the back. I don't see him on the side. I don't see him on this side. He said, but he knows the way I take. But anybody know what the 10th verse say? I gave you all the 8th and the ninth verse. But do you know what the 10th verse of Job 23 say? When he has Finish trying me. 
I will come forth. Not pure gold. As gold. Or pure gold, it looks bad. Y'all know that? It has to go through the fire to become pure. Lord God, I'm not, I don't see nobody going through the ceiling. Fire shouldn't bother nobody. Because you're going through to get purified. Now I'm talking about a child of God. Lord have mercy. Oh, I, at least I'm having a good time. I thank you, son. Six verse again. And when they had this done, they enclosed a great multitude of fishes and their net break. Now let me show you what happens when you truly obey God. Seventh verse. And they beckoned unto their partners, which were in the other ship, that they should come and help them. And they came and filled both the ships so that they began to sink. Lord, when you obey God, don't think that you're the only person getting blessed. When you truly obey God, all things around you blessed. That's why I don't believe in too many prophets. Because if you're going to prophesy to me, then things have to be changed in your life. I believe they're here. Don't get me wrong. Don't, don't make, make it sound like I don't believe. God is getting ready to raise some prophets up and not reach. Miracles are going to be a thing of the past here at Outreach. It's just going to, what I, what I mean by that is, that's a North Carolina way of saying it's here. But we're going to have miracles. Angels going to be, you're going to, see saints, ain't none of this going to happen until you believe it is. If thou canst believe. Have you noticed that everything is based on what you believe? Everything is based on your faith. Y'all remember when we was trying to show you all the Ephesians 6 scriptures the other week? How I said, put on the whole armor. How I said, have your feet shod with the preparation. And have your, the breastplate of. And he was telling you all these things. But the 13th verse said what? Above all of what I told you. God Almighty Jesus, you're going to have to do it by faith. Everything is based on faith. And that is why I'm taking you all the long way around. Instead of just pushing it right in down your throat. I want to take you a long way around. That's why it's going to take me a little while to get all of this done. Because I'm learning too. I'm going to put on the whole armor too. In everything. Because God is chief. Not your trouble. Not the thing that you can't figure out. He's in charge of all of it. Seventh verse again. And they beckoned unto their partners. Listen carefully, saints. Hold Which on. One? When we get, us, get something, do we want to share Come on, come on, minister. What, what, is, what, is, what is this trip is trying to tell us? 
Stop being so selfish. The Bible says best to what and to what? Give than receive. But do we quote that very often? Say, how are we going to do what God wants us to do if we're only going to do what we feel it's good to me? You got to, you got to love people that's annoying to you because God told you to. I was, I was witnessing to um, a, a lady and a husband, a new husband, she had a new husband, and uh, the new husband kept on calling his old wife. Whenever she got a problem, she would still call him. So they came to me and they said, well, Pastor Swinney, we were together for 20 years. I said, I don't care if you were together for 100 years. You ain't married to her now. You ain't got, she ain't got no business calling you unless you put your wife on the line with you. <clears throat> Boy, he looked at me, swallowed his throat, but he did obey me. He said, I will not take another phone call from her unless my wife is there to hear on the speaker what she's saying. But some of y'all, you don't pay no attention to that. Well, she's supposed to understand. Well, I bet you don't understand it. Somebody got to get this thing right, saints. I don't care if I had 40 girlfriends. I wouldn't let one call me unless my wife. I don't care what kind of trouble she in. That's her problem. My wife's going to know. My wife is not going to suffer through stupidityness and ignorance on my part. No way. No way. You better learn it, saints. You better learn it. Because your past husband or your past wife may hate your new wife or husband. But tell you that they love them. Okay, we're going past that. Because I feel ears burning. But when you obey God, do you notice that Peter didn't just try to hug all of the blessings? He called his friends. And they're both almost saint with the blessing. You want to know why most of us don't get no more than the blessing? It's because you won't leave a place open for to be further blessed. You hoard it too much instead of dividing it. Give it, help somebody. If you got more than enough, help somebody. I mean, let me throw a pitch in for the church. If you can't find nobody to help, the church could sure use it. Now, I want you to listen carefully to 2 Peter. 2 Peter chapter uh, 1. Now, hold on. What was my opening quote? You can't afford to sacrifice the truth with human reasoning. Let's just stay with the word. Let's just stay what's going to make us clean and stop wobbling around. But I hope you all take this home with you about the oyster. It's never going to be a pearl until he get irritable. 
Look it up. Y'all got Google. <laughs> he have to become antagonized and agitated for that pearl to grow. You're going to have to become antagonated as long as you got things in you that you need to discard. So what happens when that pearl gets big? He discards it. I guess some of you all say, my wife been getting a few of them. <laughs> Second Peter chapter, that's a one or three. Go to three. Second Peter chapter three. Let's, let's just, okay, we're going to skip through this. And, and, and uh, why am I reading this this morning? We cannot afford to sacrifice the truth with human reasoning. Isn't that what Peter started off doing? Okay, did Peter ever do that before? He sure did. And Jesus had to call his spirit a devil. Boy, we think about what God has done. We own this up. Okay, three and verse three. Knowing this first. Okay, what's the key word? Knowing. All right, then. If we already know, then we have a choice on what to do, don't we? Okay, knowing this first. That there shall come in the last days scoffers. Okay. Walking after their own lust. Okay, now what are we supposed to do about that? Pray. Somebody said it. You see, saints, if you got to think about it, then you're not doing it. You got to pray for ugly spirit people. How are they going to get saved, saints? I, I was telling um, another pastor about what Elder Lawrence has been saying. And uh, Elder, I ain't going to tell you some of the things that's been happening because I want your head to get fat. But it, what that man been saying for 10 years is happening. It's happening. Now, that's all I'm going to say about it because I don't want nothing to be, get, go wrong over here. I don't want you to go home and, and your wife say something to you and you say, you don't know nothing. I know it all. So we're going to leave it alone. But you can know that your prayer is being heard. Prayers being heard, son. You know what he just said? To God be the glory. It's, that's, that's a good word to say. But I wonder if he said, thank you, God, for me being humble enough to believe you to do this. He have to have a vessel. Y'all ain't getting me this morning. God got to have a vessel. He said, because my work is Finished, so I need you. And the third verse again, knowing this first, that there shall come in the last day scoffers. God to Almighty. Walking after their own lust. Okay. Four. And saying, Where is the promise of his coming? What did I say? We can't afford to sacrifice truth. 
with human reasoning. And look what I say. Please hear what this man is saying, and you will see what I'm talking about. Where is the promise of his coming? Okay. Watch these words now. Watch them. For since the fathers fell asleep, all things continue as they were from the beginning of the creation. What did that man just do? Lied like a dog. So why did he want to lie about it? Because he wanted to do his reasoning to deliver better than the truth. See, things are not the same as they were when the world started. And his Jude said, ain't nothing changed since all of the prophets fell asleep. It's still the same. Everything is still the same. Saints, what is he trying to do? Sacrifice the truth with? Are y'all going to listen to you, pastor, sometime? Be shocked how many times your human reasoning have robbed you. Should I say rob or should I say how many times have you given it away? Fourth verse. And saying. And saying. Where is the promise of his coming? Mm -hmm. For since the fathers fell asleep. What happened? All things continue as they were from the beginning of the creation. That's the biggest lie man ever told him to open his mouth to do. But he, human reasoning made him sacrifice the truth because that's what he wanted to hear. Read on a little further. Verse 5. For this they willingly are ignorant of. Hold on, brother. Now, don't, don't be doing that in the church. Saints, is this thing slipping up on us? Mm -hmm. Huh? Uh-uh. No. For this they willingly are ignorant of, that by the word of God the heavens were of old, and the earth standing out of the water... And in the war. They saw all of this. Read about all of this. Heard about all of this. So they were willingly ignorant to the truth. Okay, since you're all a little slow this morning. <laughs> jump up to 10. But the day of the Lord will come as a thief in the night. Somebody say amen. amen. Since we can stay blanet. Oh, that's a North Carolina word, so y'all may not know what that is. We can stay in, in that little dark room if we want to. Because Jesus is coming. And he's coming as a what? Thief in the night. Hold on. What does, a, how does, what does that mean, saying? When you are least expecting. Read, read 10 again. But the day of the Lord will come. As a thief in the night. Hold on. What, what's the name of this message? Living in the supernatural. That means that you can't afford to deal with your human reasoning when you know the truth is something else. You know what God's words say? I don't care what your reasonings are. If God's word said by his stripes you will heal, I don't care what your reasons are. If God tell you to love someone, but you say, Pastor Swinney, I just can't do it. I don't care what you say you can't do. 
First of all, you told the truth anyway. You can't do it. You got to do it through, I mean, let Christ do it through you. It's got to be done that way, Outreach Christian Center. It has to be done that way. Till again. But the day of the Lord will come as a thief in the night. Lord Jesus. In the which the heavens shall pass away with a great noise. Y'all don't want to be here when that happens, ain't you? Go ahead. And the elements shall melt with fervent heat. The earth also and the works that are therein shall be burned up. What do what do y'all think about climate change? <laughs> I know y'all getting involved in it. I know that you're worried about it. Some of you all need to get yourself a mouthful of water and spit on it. I could tell you all something about climate change by reading Revelation. So don't let it bother you. Don't let nothing bother you. Didn't the Bible say be careful? We know scripture, don't we, saints? So we got to be careful for nothing. Dr. Sweeney, how can you do that? You can't. You've got to live in the supernatural to do that. You're going to have to let your spirit do it sometime. You don't let your spirit do it. You're always going to be involved in it. How many of you all know with your human flesh trying to please God? What did Hebrews 6, 11 and 6 say? You can't please me with your, I mean, uh, Romans 8 and 6 and 7 and 8 say, you can't please me with your flesh. It ain't never pleased me and it never will. And Hebrews 11, 6 said, but, and thank you, daughter, but without faith. No, 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 I'm sorry, I'm sorry. But without you thinking about it. How many times has God told you to stop doing something? Your friends see you doing it wrong. But your head is so hard and so perverse. That's where I'm taking you in a few minutes. I'm going to show you that your head is so Perversed until can't nobody tell you nothing because you are right no matter how it look. Yeah, thank you, daughter. We all need help and stop being so cotton picking. God knows us a stubborn people in God's house. People, several people tell you, stop doing this. And you don't even pay attention to nothing. You know, I got to get to that scripture if we get it, get, get the time. Um, that was uh, 11. Did you read 11? Read it. Do you finish 10? Go to 11. Seeing then. Seeing then. That all these things shall be dissolved. Watch this. Watch this. What manner of person ought ye to be? You going to read that in Outreach Christian Center? Mm -hmm. I don't want Southeast to come in. I want you to read the truth. Because we can't sacrifice the truth for human reasoning. Amen. So God said since the earth is going to melt and pass away and everything that you think is so great right now. You know how I talk about my Harley Davidson? 
Baby, believe me, I will not be able to take that with me. That's why it's just a little old piece of machine that I enjoy and I'll enjoy until God tells me to sell it or give it away. But it don't mean nothing to me that's going to pass away. Since I had to get there, I, I ain't always been like that. I had to get there. And now I'm living a life of peace, joy, health, healing, everything. Leveth verse again. Seeing then that all these things shall be dissolved, Jesus. what manner of persons ought ye to be in all? Well, I, I, I would have come to church yesterday, Pastor Sweeney, but my wife made me mad. My husband made me mad, so I didn't come to church. God say, do you know what time you're living in? He said, you ain't can't afford to sacrifice your little human reasoning with the truth. Jesus. Living again, man. Seeing then. Seeing then. That all these things shall be dissolved. <laughs> Watch what? this. Watch this, everybody. Watch it. What manner of persons are ye to be in all holy conversation? All holy conversation. And godliness. And godliness. Verse 12. Looking for and hasting unto the coming of the day of God, wherein the heavens being on fire shall be dissolved. And the elements shall melt with fervent heat. All of this is going to happen, saints. Read. 13, nevertheless we, according to his promise, mm. look for new heavens and a new earth. Oh, no, I thought we were, that, uh, we were doing all right with how we are living. I mean, no, you need to look for something new. Isaiah said it's something new. How often? Every morning. Every morning. That's when your prayers ought to jack up jack. Almighty Jesus. You finish. I tell you, go to 14. Wherefore, beloved, seeing that you look for such things, be diligent. That ye may be found of him in peace without spot and blameless. Somebody say amen this morning. You got to see to that. Otherwise, Satan can get one little speck on you. He's going to take you out. Don't let him do it. 16. As also in his epistles, speaking in them of these things, and which are some things hard to be understood. That was Paul saying. Which they that are unlearned and unstable rest. As they do also the other scriptures unto their own destruction. Don't wrestle with nothing you don't understand. Give it into the hands of God and the, the uh, what's the name of that group from Motown? Uh, the, the temptation said, keep on trucking. <laughs> keep on trucking, Jack. Don't wrestle with it. What verse was that? 16? 17. Ye therefore, beloved, seeing you know these things before, beware lest ye also, being led away with the error of the wicked, fall from your own steadfastness. 
Go to Matthew right quick. I want you all to take this to Sunday school with you so you don't give Brown a hard time. Matthew 16, I mean, Matthew 17, 14. I'm going to show you, saints, that God himself calls us stubborn. What do you think perverse means? Stubborn. Watch what, just, just, just pay close attention to scripture, saints. Close attention. The 17th, uh, 14th verse says what? Matthew 17, 14. And when they were come to the multitude. Okay. There came to him a certain man, kneeling down to him and saying, verse 15. Listen carefully, saints. Lord. Have mercy on my son. Watch these words. For he is a lunatic. Okay. And sore vexed. Watch this. Watch this. For oft times he falleth into the fire and oft into the water. 16. And I brought him to thy disciples. Here it is. Watch this. And they could not cure him. 17. Hold on. Don't. don't. Here it is now. Say, this is Jesus talking. Then Jesus answered. Hold on, hold on. I got to get this attention. We ain't got about 30 seconds. I got to get your attention right here. Something is getting ready to happen. In other words, God is saying, I've done my work. Now you got to do yours. Watch this now. Watch this. I brought him to your disciples. And they could not cure him. Okay. 17. Now watch 17th verse in its Fullness. Then Jesus answered and said, Oh, faithless and perverse generation. What does what perverse mean? It means stubborn. So why would he call them stubborn? Because they had all the tools, but wouldn't use them. God said, that you just stubborn, that's all. Because it takes a little faith. It takes a little to your time. It takes a little breath of you to speak. You need to do these things. God knows. God knows. Abby, do send your son up here. God knows. I'm about to have another spasm. We got about 10 seconds. And I tell you, God knows I'm, I, I'm about to leap. I just ain't figured out gravity yet. You're going to read 17 of God again, and then you close your Bible as you meditate on the way to Sunday school. Then Jesus answered and said. Okay, first of all, the disciples, he took them to the disciples, and the disciples couldn't heal the kid, right? But, but what did Jesus say about it in 17? Then Jesus answered and said, oh, Faithless and perverse generation. How long shall I be with you? No, he didn't. No, he didn't. Watch this. How long shall I suffer you? Bring him hither to me. Go back over it again, right quickly. Then Jesus answered and said. Here it is, here it is. Oh, faithless and perverse generation. Come on. Faithless don't mean you don't have it. It means you are not operating or using it. 
Think on it. Think on it. Oh, faithless. And if Jesus called it faithless, then evidently he said they had it. Oh, faith. Otherwise, he shouldn't have said anything. He said, even with what you have, you're too stubborn to use it. Why? You don't want to get up off your comfort zone. Some people are afraid to lay hands on you because they think that you might not get healed. Think of what I just said, saints. That's why some people don't get healed. They don't believe nothing. If God said you were healed, bless God, you are healed. Give God a praise this morning. I, I can't go no further. If Jesus said, oh, faith.